Thank you, Elise, and the music team for that. The gift of love. The gift of God. We are uh, in a new series that we started last week, nurturing our, not nurturing, tending our garden. And so we had a spiritual practice last week, right, around the idea of the living soil. What is that living soil in our life and incorporating that into the activity of our day. And so our spiritual practice last week was about taking the time every day to nurture that relationship with God. So how many of you took on that spiritual practice this week? Oh, I see some hands. Yay. So here's my question for those of you who took on the spiritual practice. Did you notice anything? Did you have any ahas? Did you have any understandings that came to you in, in doing that spiritual practice over this past week? Did you have any, anything in your life that indicated that you were taking this on? Raise your hand if you did. Okay, so I see a couple of hands. So I wonder if those of you who had your hands up, would one of you like to speak to what it is that you discovered this week? Your aha. One of you will. Wait. We want everybody to hear. Sorry, guys. I know I didn't tell you I was doing this, but but I'm doing this. All right. Shannon. Shannon, what did you experience? Um, what I experienced is basically just to be more responsive than reactive. Like, I, I just had that moment of pause when pressure came on. And I was like, okay, how am I handling this? It was just Beautiful. More peaceful, responsive, rather than reactive. You want to add anything to that, Michelle? All right. I um, normally have a very stressful uh, work relationship, and even though I had the same issues come up this week that I normally do, I didn't feel that I was overwhelmed because I started my day with prayer and meditation. Yay. You'd like to experience that, right? That experience of uh, being able to respond rather than to react, to feel that place of peace, to, to feel that your day went better, your week went better. Who here does not want to experience that? We all want to experience that, right? And then you know what you have to do. Because here's the thing. What I absolutely know, what Shannon and Michelle experienced that this week is that when we take these ideas and we live into them and we work them in our lives and we practice them, we will experience transformation through them. We will experience that uplift. We will experience that peace. We will experience that sense of joy. I guarantee you. So. Today we move on from the soil, the living soil, to the seed. The idea of the seed. So I've got some seeds up here. We've got a couple of kids with us today at 9 o'clock service. Usually they're here at 11, but we have a new family here with us today. Jeremiah and Laura and Noah and Arabella. Annabella, so close. So close. So we're really glad you're here. But I wondered if Noah and Annabella would like to play the seed game. It's entirely up to you. Noah's good. Arabella want to? Okay. All right. So what I have here in the cup, Arabella, are a bunch of seeds. And maybe you could even get Noah to help you if you'd like. But what I want you to do is to match the seed with, the, with what's here. So, for example, I'm going to start with a really easy one, right? Do you know what that seed belongs to? Put it in there. Take your guess. 
All right, so she guessed that seed. All right, I'm going to give you another one, Arabella. Annabella. Here's a little tiny black one. That's so teeny tiny. What's that seed? Try it. Which one do you think? Which one? Which one? The game of match the seed. Choose one. Anyone. That one? Go right ahead. Put it in there. All right. Oh, my gosh. See how teeny tiny that seed is? Do you even see it? What could that be? What could that one be? They're all starting to look the same, too. Yeah. Okay, that one's there. All right, so here's one more seed. Boy, that one's some... Oh, uh-oh, we lost it. And see, they're so teeny tiny, aren't they? Yeah, who, who here is a gardener? You ever try to plant these little teeny tiny seeds? Right? Okay, here's one. I don't think we've done that one yet. Can you find that one? All right, put it in wherever you think. All right, come here. Oh, that one is even smaller. I know we got one more here, Annabella. I've just kind of lost track of what the seeds are because they're all starting to look the same to me. We're going to try this one right here. Can you see that one? It's so tiny, isn't it? Yeah. All right. All right, so Annabella played the seed game. She did such a great job. Annabella, do any of the seeds look like what the fruit is here? Like, does this seed that you put in there, and I think you even got this one right. That was a tomato seed. Does that look like a tomato? Does it? Yeah? You've got a great imagination. Here's this one. You put this one in the onion. Let's see if you can tell. What does that look like? What does it look like? An onion? Or does it look like a kernel of corn? It's an onion. <laughs> okay. Well, here's what I'd like you to do. I've got a, a sheet here that has a seed on it. And what I'd like you to do is to draw a picture. What is that seed going to grow into? You get to decide. That's okay. You can draw it and decide. And then at the end, I'll ask you, what did you draw? What is your seed going to grow into? Okay. Well, you go draw it, and I'll, and I'll look at it at the end. So these little, good job, Annabella. These little seeds may or may not look at all like the finished product, right? Like, like the onion that Annabella saw so clearly. Can anybody see what this is? So tiny. It's a, it's a corn kernel. It's a corn kernel. It's probably one of the only seeds that I had here that actually looked like what the finished product might, right? Like a, a kernel of corn. But most of the seeds don't look anything like what the finished product is going to be. And some of them are so teeny tiny, you can barely hold on to them to plant just one individual seed. So we end up having to plant like a hundred carrot seeds in order to get, you know, a dozen carrots out of there. Because those seeds are so teeny tiny. We have in our world today, let's go back to what we used to have. So years ago, I talked about last week this idea that Farming has changed over the years, right? So years ago, thousands of years ago, as mankind came into this idea of planting seeds and actually growing crops, what they had was what today we call heirloom seeds. And heirloom seeds are those seeds 
that when they are planted in the ground and it becomes an ear of corn, we can take that seed in that ear of corn and we can plant it again next year and it'll grow another ear of corn. Okay, so the seeds of heirloom seeds come up just exactly as the plant was that, you know, it came from. And so for thousands of years, this is how humankind kept their food going, right? They would plant their crop. They would harvest their crop, a portion of that crop. They would hold back the seed from so that they could plant that again next year. And then the other portion was there for them for food. And then life started changing. And, of course, some of why life started changing is we had new needs we had to meet. So there's this idea we've got all these billions of people in the world. How are we going to feed them? And so scientists began to develop different kinds of seeds. So the first thing that they developed were hybrid seeds. You know what? We have been using hybrid seeds for a long, long time. This is where we take two plants that are the same, two tomato plants, say, for example. They're different, um, have different qualities. And we bring them together and we create a hybrid so that this tomato plant now that we have created gives us the biggest, reddest, juiciest tomatoes for our sandwiches in the middle of summer. And they're designed that way. But the problem with a hybrid plant is that the seed from that plant has no guarantee to be the same as the parent's plant was. So we've lost some of our ability then to collect those seeds at the end of the harvest season and to save them for next year and to plant them again because we may not get the same plant that we got the first time. That's beautiful, Annabella. I'm going to look at it at the very end. Now, more recently, we have begun to create genetically modified seeds, GMO seeds. We all have heard about that, right? So what's that, and how is that different than a hybrid seed? So a genetically modified seed is one that, just as it sounds, is genetically spliced, and then something is added to it so that it will react in a certain way. So here's the best example I have. If you took a corn seed and you spliced that corn seed with a bacteria known as DP, which is used for um, pest control, then this new corn seed, when planted in the ground, will grow corn that is resistant to pests. So anybody ever get a nice ear of corn in the summertime and you pull back that silk and then there in the middle of the corn is this nasty bug? Anybody ever had that happen? Right? So the beauty of a genetically modified ear of corn is that that bug has been, uh, it, it has been resistant to that corn, it's been genetically modified for that, and so you won't, you'll peel back the corn and it'll be this beautiful, lovely yellow ear of corn without a single bug. But once more, the problem with those seeds is, well, number one, we don't really know the impact of those, that food on us, on our system, because that genetically modified corn actually has pesticide built right into the corn ear, and we are now eating that food. And so science really doesn't know how that is impacting us. But in addition to that, that genetically modified corn cannot be replanted again. You cannot even, it won't grow. And so we're losing our ability to have this great variety, this diversity of crops, of seeds. And so recognizing that, some scientists have recognized that. How many of you knew that we have a seed bank, the World Seed Bank? What's it called? Svalbard? 
That much I knew, but I wasn't going to try to remember the name. So there is this island that is halfway between Norway and the North Pole where there is a seed bank. And in this seed bank, there are currently about 968,000 varieties of seeds that are being held with the potential for 4.5 million varieties of seeds to be stored there. The seed bank is located like 300 feet into a mountain, so that even if power is lost or there's a natural disaster, these seeds will be protected. And they come from all around the world. And whoever deposits those seeds into the seed bank are the ones who can receive those seeds if they're needed. And these are all heirloom seeds, right? These are all those seeds that we can plant and then harvest and take those seeds and replant again. So what's that all got to do with spirituality? Well, I was thinking about it, right? I was thinking about, first of all, the seed itself. How the seed itself doesn't necessarily look like the crop that grows. A lot of seed doesn't look like a piece of lettuce. Right? And so we have all, we are all the seed of the divine. In unity, we talk about that, that the, the seed of the Christ has been planted within us. And that what ends up growing may not look like what we think Christ ought to look like. Because how many of you look in the mirror and think, oh yeah, there's Christ? may not look at all like you think it's supposed to look. There it is, that, that potential, that seed idea of the Christ has been planted deeply within us. When that seed is planted under the ground, there are five things that are needed. Number one is the soil. Michelle brought that up in her meditation this morning, that the seed is planted in the soil. Seeds need soil. Now, all seeds are different. Like those little teeny tiny carrot seeds, they barely need to be covered up with the soil. Because if they got covered up too much with the soil, they'd never grow. That corn seed's a lot bigger, and so it needs to go deeper into the soil. So all the seeds are different. How much soil gets covering it, who knows. But they all need soil to protect them. Imagine a seed popping out not being protected by the soil. The sun could easily dry it up, or the rain could easily dry it or drown it out so the seed needs the soil it needs water all seeds need water all seeds need sun all seeds need the proper temperature and all seeds need time there are some seeds that will germinate and grow within five days lettuce and radishes and those sorts of things and there are some seeds that will take weeks before they germinate and grow. Each one is different. Just like you and I, we are all different. We are all unique. We are all individual. We need certain things to support our growing in that Christ consciousness, but the way that it happens and the time in which we develop and all of that is determined individually by you and I, and there is no one-size-fits-all here. You know, I can't say to you, you know, just give this six weeks, and you will pop up into the Christ. Maybe, maybe not. So we're all different. We're all unique. But we all have these same things that we need. 
When the seed is placed in the ground and it's there waiting to be germinated, it has to change. None of these seeds look like the finished product. Even that little corn kernel doesn't really look like the finished product of an ear of corn, right? None of it looks like it was when it was planted in the ground. Something has to change. Transformation has to occur for that growth to take place. And so with a seed, it sits in the ground and it germinates when it soaks up enough with water that it splits its outer shell so that something new can arise from that. And you and I, in the same way, we have to release and let go of and dissolve those patterns of hardness, of defensiveness, of whatever it is that we have placed around ourselves to protect ourselves from the darkness. We have to be willing to crack ourselves wide open. And how do we do that? What do you do when you allow yourself to be cracked open? You have to be willing to feel the cracking open. Whatever is happening is happening in our lives to crack us open so that we might know who we are in truth and so that that can grow. And we have to release the hardness. We do that through forgiveness. We do that through compassion. We do that through loving service. We do that by being willing to be understanding. We do that by putting into practice all of these spiritual ideas so that we can be cracked open. Because when we show up as the Christ, we won't be the same as that, that little seed idea that's inside of us. Which brought me back to the different types of seeds. You know, we're all heirloom seeds. We're all heirloom seeds. Whatever grows from us plants more and more of that divine consciousness, Right? It's guaranteed. It's who we are. You and I are divine. You cannot change that. You and I are divine. You are an heirloom seed. I love uh, Reverend Edwin Gaines. She says, she says it this way. You know, what does a baby cat grow up to be? A cat. Whoever said a gorilla. <laughs> and what does a baby dog grow up to be? A dog. Right? A child of a dog grows up to be a dog. A child of a cat grows up to be a cat. What does a child of God grow up to be? God. Now, for some, that's pretty blasphemous to make that claim. That as I allow myself to be seated in this possibility of the Christ and cracked open and grow into that, that what I will grow up to be is divine, to be God expressing. We're not meant to be children forever. As sweet and beautiful as Noah and Annabella are, they are also growing. They won't be children forever. They'll grow up. And so you and I are called to grow up and to be that Christ. And so here we are. That seed idea has been planted. Now it's time to nurture it and to let it grow so that we can mature and grow into the divine power and presence that we are. It's time to stand up into that. How many of you can claim that? 
Right? I am divine. I see some hands. Yes, I see some more hands. Yes, we are divine. Working together. So, sometimes what we do is in our practice, you know, we get it. Especially when times are easy. Isn't it easy to practice these teachings when, when times are going well? It's like, oh, i got all the faith in the world that I need. All is well. I got that. God is good all the time. And then we run into challenges. Anybody here not have any challenges in life? Challenges come. Challenges go. What do you do in those time of challenges? And in those time of challenges, it can be challenging to remember that you are divine to live into that and to practice that. And that started me to think about, you know, those hybrid seeds, right? Sometimes we get it and we live it, and sometimes we don't, we forget, and we don't live it, and the end result is a mixed bag. Anybody experience that in your life, that mixed bag? Sometimes I feel so close to God and at other times so far apart. This mixed bag, it's like we're hybrids. We got one foot in the material world and one foot in the spiritual world, and we're not really sure which, which way to go. And the end result is not consistent then, right? How about those GMO altered seeds? You know, those ones that we as human beings have manipulated to try to control. Started to think about that. Where do I do that in my life? Well, that's where I am so caught up in just the material, I forget completely about the spiritual. So it's when I think that I'm going to find my joy or my peace or love or whatever outside of myself. And I'm no longer working on me, but I expect whatever is out there to fill me up, to complete me, to make me feel better. Now I'm like a a GMO seed. So we're called to be heirloom seeds, to realize and recognize where we come from, to nurture that and allow ourselves to be cracked wide open no matter what the experience is so that we can grow into that divine power and presence that we are. Now, in addition to our being seeds, we're constantly planting seeds. Constantly planting seeds. What seeds are you planting in your life? I love the song that we're singing right now as we as we begin our service. I'm planting seeds on the ground, watering them with my sweat and tears. But I don't know. I don't know what will grow, and I don't know what will die, and I don't know what will live, and I don't know what will fly, but I'm just going to keep planting seeds. I'm just going to keep planting seeds. And isn't life like that? We don't know. From the seeds that we are planting, what will grow and what will die, what will make it and what won't make it. But we keep planting seeds. Why? Because that's what we are. We're seed people. You're constantly planting seeds. You're planting seeds of faith or you're planting seeds of fear. You're planting seeds of fear or you're planting seeds of love. You're planting seeds of hope or you're planting seeds of despair. But we're constantly planting seeds because we are seed people. 
And when we can align with that understanding of who we are in truth, our true nature as an heirloom seed, as a, as a child of God growing, maturing fully into that divinity that I am, as we live from that, then the seeds that we plant in our consciousness are aligned with that. So we plant seeds of forgiveness, and we plant seeds of hope, and we plant seeds of joy, and we plant seeds of peace, and we plant seeds of inclusivity, and some of them grow, and some of them don't. That's not our business. I was thinking about that this week, thinking of these little little ones. So how many of you as parents had your children reach like teenage years, and you wondered why, why don't they listen to me? Anybody ever have that? Why don't you listen to me? I know I'm all wise. I've lived through this. When my kids were going through their teenage years, that's what I was like. Why aren't you listening to me? And then I got it. Oh, I'm just planting seeds. And they need to go through their own experiences. Just like I went through my own experiences. And then how that seed will be nurtured and how it will grow is up to them. That's not my business. My business is just to plant the seeds and trust. Because you know what? When you plant a seed in your garden, is there any guarantee that that seed is going to come up? But as a gardener, do you go back to your garden every day and dig up the seed and see if anything's happening? Uh Uh-oh. Nothing's happening yet. No, you trust. You have faith. That if I take care of this garden and nurture it and water it and all of that, that that seed will pop up and grow. And in the same way with the people in our lives, we have to trust. We have to plant the seeds and then we have to trust that those seeds will grow and that that one will will be nourished to know who they are as well. So I got that way better as a grandma. Way better. Zoe... Zoe's having a tough day on uh, Friday. They were going to go to the library, and she had to go get her tennis shoes out of her backpack. I said, Zoe, go get your tennis shoes. And she went running over there, and as she ran over there, she tripped and fell. Now at three years old, this is devastating. I can't do it. It's too hard. Too hard. So I gathered her up, and I gave her a hug, and I said, I know, Zoe, it's so hard, but it's time to plant a seed here, right? And so I brought to Zoe's mind, I said, you remember, Zoe, the other day, Amma was talking, that's me, Amma was talking to you about inside of you, you have a light. Amma calls that God. And that light is there and it has everything that you need. Are you all listening? It has everything that you need. And inside of that light, there is all the strength that you need right here, right now. I know you don't feel strong, but you're strong, Zoe. You can do this. And she's listening to me. As that seed is being planted. I said, you know how you get to that strong inside of you? She's like, no. <laughs> I said, this is what you do. I said, breathe in the flower, blow out the candle. We've, we've been nurturing that particular idea, so she knew right what to do. I said, if you feel like it, you can close your eyes. Breathe in the flower, Blow out the candle. And I said, you do that three times. Breathe in the flower. Blow out the candle. 
said, do you feel strong now? She said, yeah. I said, great, go get your tennis shoes. And she did. And it's this easy. We plant the seed. I don't know where Zoe will go with this. If she grows up, will she remember? I don't know. It's not up to me to know. All it's up to me is to plant the seeds in consciousness. What seeds are you planting in consciousness today? So, of course, we have to practice that. Anybody not have to practice that? So we have a practice, as we do each week. And so this week, I'm inviting you to become aware of what is it that you're planting in your consciousness. As you begin your day, what are you planting in consciousness? Do you begin with the news, first thing, fear, worry, doubt, despair? Do you begin in God, as Shannon and Michelle talked about? You know, beginning in that place of possibility, of love, of hope, of joy. Where are you beginning your day? What are you planting in your consciousness throughout the day? Are you remembering to take a breath? You can even use that image, right? I'm breathing in a flower and blowing out the candle. Anchoring myself in possibility and hope, remembering who I am in truth. I am an heirloom seed. I am the seed of God. I am the seed of Christ, growing uniquely, individually, as me. Into whatever that will be. Become aware. If it's not what you want, if what you're seeing in your life is not what you want to see... If you don't want to see that unforgiveness growing, if you don't want to see that anger growing, if you don't want to see that bitterness growing, if you don't want to see that growing, well, choose again. Decide what you're putting into your consciousness. Make a choice. Are you willing to do that with me this week? We are planting seeds all around. We're watering them with our sweat and tears. Scattering them all around. We don't know. What will grow, will grow. What will die, will die. What will live, will live. What will fly, will fly. We're just planting seeds. Isn't that freeing to think about that? To me, there's freedom. I don't have to worry about what will grow. I just need to plant the seeds, plant the seeds, allow myself to be broken open so that that love, that light, that life that I am can meet you in every moment. Thank you for joining me. God bless.